This is The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. The Leadoff is powered by NetSuite. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's true when your business is growing fast, and even more true when there's a lot of uncertainty. Inflation is running rampant, supply chains are clogged, and the labor market is tight. What does that mean for margins? But not every business is in the dark. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers because they use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. Know your numbers, know your business, and get to know how NetSuite can be the source of truth for your entire company. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash frontoffice right now. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. netsuite.com slash frontoffice. It's Tuesday, September 6th. Hope you enjoyed the long weekend. I'm Owen Poindexter, senior writer for Front Office Sports. Here's what we're following in the business of sports. The College Football Playoff Board of Managers, a group of FBS university presidents, has voted to expand the college football playoff from 4 to 12 teams, according to multiple reports. The expansion is set for 2026 after ESPN's current contract for the CFP expires. It may happen sooner, however, which would be significant. The four-team model is the precedent for ESPN's exclusive CFP contract, which reportedly pays out an average of $470 million a year. Adding expansion to the existing contract in 2024 would create an extra windfall of $450 million per SI. ESPN is interested in renewing CFP rights, a source previously told Front Office Sports. The new format will reportedly be made up of the six highest-ranked conference champions and six at-large selections after a vote from the board. The news comes amid whispers that a Power 5 or FBS football breakaway from the NCAA might be more probable than ever. Over to fitness. Lululemon reported a 29% year-over-year increase in second-quarter revenue to $1.87 billion, surpassing analysts' estimate of $1.77 billion. Net income reached $289.5 million. Compared to the second quarter of 2019, revenue ballooned 112%, or $1 billion. Lululemon's revenue increases stretched across the company. The company's North American revenue jumped 28%, and international revenue spiked 35%. Direct-to-consumer revenue increased 30%, representing 42% of total net revenue, with comparable store sales increasing 16%. Lululemon opened 21 company-operated stores during the quarter, totaling 600 stores, and reported growth in every country that has an active store. Executives said on Thursday's earnings call that store traffic increased 30% while e-commerce jumped 40%. The company ended the quarter with $1.5 billion in inventories, an 85% increase from last year. Lululemon's loyalty program, which was announced at the end of Q1, is launching this fall. It has a free tier and a paid tier at $39 per month, that gives members access to product drops and exclusive items. Now to football. Broadcasters paid astronomical prices for NFL rights, and early returns on ad prices are showing why. Media buyers are seeing record in-game rates for the upcoming season, and companies have been quick to buy up available inventory. Ad sales could bring in a total of around $7 billion in revenue. 32nd spots on national broadcasts have sold for as high as $860,000. National rates are up around 7% from last year. More than 90% of available spots were bought during upfront ad sales. Much of that inventory was moved during the second quarter as companies vied to get in early and avoid being shut out. CBS, NBC, Disney, Fox, and Amazon are paying more than $110 billion to broadcast the league for 11 years starting next year. Amazon's deal for Thursday Night Football kicks off this year. Fox began selling ads for the February 12th Super Bowl 18 months before the game, seeking over $6 million for a 30-second window. Most of its available inventory has reportedly been snapped up. And finally, 
The NWSL's two newest clubs will not only draw the largest attendance ever for one of the league's games, but also play in front of a sold-out crowd for the very first NWSL game in Snapdragon Stadium. The club sold 32,000 tickets to the game, all of them 17 days before kickoff. The previous NWSL record of 25,218 was set by the Portland Thorns in 2019. The $310 million Snapdragon Stadium is owned by San Diego State University. San Diego Wave, which was valued at more than $100 million in April, previously played at Torero Stadium on the University of San Diego's campus, which has a capacity of 6,000. Quote, we've sold all of our inventory. It's incredible, Wave President Jill Ellis said. Quote, we should celebrate this, but we should now expect it. Big crowds for women's professional sports. If you love the leadoff, you'll love Front Office Sports Pro. Front Office Sports Pro is a membership product that provides business leaders with actionable, timely insights on the most promising opportunities where sports meets industry. Sign up at frontofficesports.com pro to become a member and receive cutting-edge research reports, access to the pro investor directory, deal tracker, exclusive merchandise, and experiences among a community of like-minded professionals. Use the code LEADOFF for 10% off the annual subscription price. Thanks for listening to The Leadoff from Front Office Sports. Rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, send us a screenshot on social media, and we'll send you some FOS merch.